0: Hey everybody, welcome back. Chuck and Stacey here with V.O. Buzz Weekly. And what's hopping, Stace?
1: Well, Metal Gear Solid fans, Batman Arkham series, and Star Wars Clone Wars fans, you're going to love our guest, Tasia Valenza. Let's get buzzed!
0: Turn it up.
1: Get
2: ready.
0: You're tuned in to V.O. Buzz Weekly. And now, prepare to get seriously buzzed with your hosts, Chuck Duran and Stacy J.
1: Aswan. Okay, everybody, our guest is an Emmy-nominated actress who found her way, thankfully, to voiceover. You hear her in commercials, promos, narration, video games, and animation. We love her. We're so excited to get buzzed with the truly lovely and talented Tasia Valenza.
0: Wow! And look how stylish she is. You forgot stylish. Wow!
1: Well, oh, thank you. Just she's you a guys. fellow hat lover. So, yeah. yes. Girl after my heart. We're gonna we're gonna have like a closet date, and we're gonna show each other our hats.
0: It, so I hear that, that I hear <laughs> I that your that. hat. She's got some fabulous hats too. I'm so excited. So the hat that. is like your. That's your branding, that's your right? That's my
2: thing. That is. People like, don't
0: recognize you if you don't wear a hat.
2: I. It has happened to me. I have. <laughs> I, when, I, when I'm in a ponytail, people are like. Is that you? Yeah. Under, uh, it's not even like you're under the hat. It's it's that you without the hat. But right. yeah, that's but so cool, man. It is. It is. It's like a New York thing. It's a voiceover mm-hmm. thing. It's a it's a many. Many faceted, multi-faceted That's cool. things.
0: Speaking of New York, uh-huh. yes. Um, hold on, let me grab Fellow my notes here. New yeah, I yeah, know New Yorker, a few. Yes. I know a few things about you already. Oh, you do. He's um, fanning. That's a oh, so, wow. sign. Yeah. Okay. Things are heating up.
2: Exciting.
0: So you're originally from New York. I am. And you have an extensive like acting background. So let us. Uh, when did you? When did you first feel that? Man, I want to be an actor. This is what I want to do for a living.
2: Oh, I think I was definitely like when I came out of the womb, Wah! I was like, already, I am. Um, but my parents were in the theater. My mother was an actress. My father was an actor. They, he went to the performing arts. She went to music and art. So it was definitely in the blood mm-hmm. he ended up being a very well-known restaurateur in new york city his name is frank valenza and my mother um she went across the country and was in plays and then when she uh, got married and had kids you know she wasn't able mm-hmm. to do it as much but she was a cabaret singer so mm-hmm. it was in my blood i was always doing the camp and school plays and you know getting the leads and so it was kind of like i i, I dig this and my mom god bless her would take me to do extra work um, really? With her, even yeah, like what I was a cut, cool school. Mom. cut school. That cut is school with school. your mom. I'm, you don't have
1: to lie because you're with your mom. I'm I like, was with my mom. mom. I know.
2: she, she was. When I was 13. I was. I did my first extra job on the doctors, which was a mm, soap opera. Yeah, mom. I remember that. Ooh, and then, dramatic foreshadowing. Yes. Who knew? Mm, who knew? Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. And then um, I ended up uh, getting cast in a Louis Mall film. Which was, uh, he was well known for the movie uh, Big Deal. Um, Actually, this movie was called Crackers, which was based on a movie called Big Deal on Madonna Street. It was an Italian Mm -hmm. film, but he was known um, for Atlantic City and Pretty Baby. And that was also one of those uh, right place, right time, thanks mom stories, which uh, she literally was going down for the open call herself. I was cutting school. Watching all my children. she didn't just say that. <laughs> I could say Kids, that. Don't no, go to school. It was only that one day. Yeah. One day, but your children would never do that to you. No, I wouldn't mm-hmm. even tell them that no. I did it. So but, you cut So school. they can't say that. Yeah. Uh, and I, <laughs> she said, "I'm going down to this open call for a Latina woman." I said, "Well, bring my picture for some extra work, because maybe you know I could get some work." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she goes down there. I go off to Sedudo's ice cream parlor. I'm scooping ice cream. She calls up. She said. They wrote the wrong age there's all these women down here they're looking for an ingenue. i show them your picture you got to get down to juliet taylor's office who was a very well-known casting director she cast all of woody allen's movies so i you know mid scoop i left the place (laughs) got got on my you know blackest outfit to look, you know, smelt yeah. and ran down and auditioned, and she said, great, you're wonderful. Um, we're gonna fly you out to LA. You'll either be back in a couple of days, or you'll have to stay out there for six weeks, so pack for six weeks. Mm. And I auditioned for uh, Louis Mal, and the else. They say is history. I got the part, and wow. six weeks later, I came back to school, and I was a, now I was a, yeah. a, you know like I was a movie star, yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, you know too full of myself. But uh, but then six months later, I ended up on All My Children, and
0: that's so cool, man. Just kind
2: of started the. How did you get that? Having Tad's like how did that baby. Exactly, well, I didn't quite happen. I tried. That's true, you um, did. That was, you were a little saucy. Well, I was I was a desperate woman. Mm-hmm. I was a I was, I was, <laughs> desperate woman. She went woman. to desperate measures. Google it. It's <laughs> not when pretty. Desperate young.
0: women do desperate <laughs> things.
2: Um, How did I get that one? That was yeah. another cool story. Only because I was now, um, you know, still in school. I was in yeah. 11th grade, had to go through high school. But I was starting to audition for other parts. Mm-hmm. And then I auditioned for the role of Dottie, and I, I, I knew in my heart that I was meant to play her just because she was so, there was a lot of similarities at yeah. the time of, yeah. of the divorce, of a uh, divorced kid, and um, I loved the part. I got all the way to the screen test, and then my agent said, you know, you just came off this movie, it's gonna come out in November. Usually you don't go from a movie to a soap opera, Probably best not to take it. Mm. Really? Yeah, because you know I was in a movie with Donald Sutherland and Jack Morton yeah, exactly. and Sean Penn. You want to
0: like keep and, that? Well, like well, you know, yeah. it's like
2: that level. Like they, 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 that's the tier that you want to stay on. So going on a soap opera is kind of going backwards because even though it's a, it was you know very popular at the totally time, totally iconic. Not, yeah. on the, not on the same level of being in the movies. Yeah. and To put myself out of that game before the movie came out. Right. So I said, okay, I'll, you know, you advise me. You
0: turned it down.
2: I turned it down. A week later, I called him up. and said, "So, who got the part?" He said, "Nobody." I said, "Okay, wherever I was, I'm back from. I want a screen test for it with least six kids. Yeah. I'm obviously meant to do this. Please let me do it." And he said, "Okay, go for it." And I auditioned. I found out um, the, you know, uh, I found out by accident. Basically, they were asking for wardrobe. I said, "Wardrobe for what?" You know, my agent called and I said, "He said you got the part." So, I basically, you know, my the crazy thing was. My school in New York City was on 63rd Street between Broadway. Yes. And then all my children was on 67th. Mm -hmm. So my transition from high school to soap opera was like four blocks. Four blocks. Yes. So it, was a, yes. it was a crazy transition, mm-hmm. and uh, but What
0: was that like working on a big soap opera like that? Like, was that like kind of hectic, or it was it was, it was hours? It,
1: the misconception I think is people think it's it's easy work. I mean, it's no, tough. It's,
2: it's a tough. lot of pages. You, you kiss a lot
0: on those you shows, get, you don't you? You kiss a
2: lot. Kiss you have not, to have, that was the hardest part. A, <laughs> no, <laughs> the kissing was. There's so a lot of kissing going wow, on on no. those shows. Kissing nope. in front of 35 people. <laughs> yeah, no, right. that's just what you're going fun. for. No, mm-hmm. you know the hardest part is. Literally, you're doing a play a day. Mm-hmm. So you're learning the lines, and you and it's a new play. I mean, there's a lot of exposition in soap operas. Yeah. So you are saying the lines again, and right. that's the other hard thing. Right. So you're trying to say something that you've said 30,000 times before in a new, fresh way. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I, why did your brother say to his sister the other day that, that he was going to kiss that woman? Why, you know, in the next day? So. That was hard and then but it was great training because Mm -hmm. you're you know, you're doing a play a day and you're 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 on your feet and you're literally rehearsing in the morning, filming by the afternoon and the show is done. So right. It was cool. It was trial by fire. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. But it was also, you know, fairly heady and, you know, I messed up in terms of like I, I definitely got into the I'm the greatest thing that ever happened, and then you know, found you out. You mean
0: thinking of that? You started of believing
2: your own yes. hype. So people were telling you,
0: too. "Oh my God, you're so," and you're like, "Well, I am, I
1: am, <laughs> <laughs> I am."
2: Thank you for noticing That's how great, great I am. I am. Uh, yes, and then, and then, you know, reality hits, and oh. then I lost my job. You know, uh, oh no, oh yeah, no, uh, no. oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Every 13 weeks, they can fire you, mm. but you're t- tied up for two years. So I was on for almost three years, and then they basically didn't have a storyline, and then it was like one day I found out, and in the next 13 weeks, you're done. <laughs> ah, but I, I spent the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told me two years. But I'm having only- sex with <laughs> credit card. <laughs> so that was really tough because, no. of course, it was, but it was a great life lesson. Yeah. I had to... Tell me, like I went from you know making eight hundred dollars a day to making eight dollars an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I moved out to LA, um, and I thought, okay, well, if I'm not going to do more soaps, I should move to LA, and try it out here. So I came right. with a, a, great, a great girlfriend, and we moved out here, and just started the whole acting thing out here. And that was mm-hmm. kind of a you know, a little steps up, back and yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. started doing all the pilots and. You know, okay. I have a demo on my website. I don't know if you got to see it. Yes. Like, I call it the bad hair demo because it was just like... Oh, there is
1: some hair and some eyebrows, girl. <laughs> yeah. Every it. every, every 80s and 90s, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. from the 80s yeah, So yeah. I got to do all Hunter.
2: that. Hunter. 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 And many, yeah. many, uh, uh, many a Lupe and yes. Maria. I played... You yes. Know, many that's so cool. It's so good though. It's ha, so good. So you guys can see that on Tasia's website. Tasia yeah, go Alenzo. check it out. It's so What's good. What's your website at? It's TasiaValenza.com Ironically, oh, oh, doesn't ironic. get any simpler than that. No, she uh, keeps uh, it so. Keeps so how simple, did you simple. transition
0: from being this enormously successful so and popular successful. voice actor? No, I'm sorry, actor <laughs> to voice actor.
2: That was mom again. Mm. Mom? Oh, mom 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 would say to me you know, when I was doing all the acting, she said, you know, I hear girls that sound like you, you should be a voiceover artist. And I said, you know, it's such a niche, this is 92. Such a niche, it's so hard to get into, I'm doing the acting thing, and you know, the mom, the Yenta, do it, do it, do it. And I think my um, my first teacher, I can't even remember who it was, he had forty-year-old copy and reel to reel, and I, I, I said because <laughs> then back then there was no the we- Buzz Weekly, right. there were no resources. Yeah. it was right. just I just like, kept asking people like, uh, do you know a good voiceover teacher? So, that it took me almost two years to get mm-hmm. an agent from the time that uh, I did it, and uh, but I got my first agent, which was TGI, TGI, just now Vox. Yep. And I started doing it, and I was like, this is kind of fun, you know? And there was something very liberating Mm -hmm. about not being, um, you know, squeezed into this. Like, you're not, it's always about this. Mm -hmm. And I saw that, you know, that I could be much more open and and creative. And then the next year, I was doing it more and more. And then, you know, I like to joke that... My therapist said that my mental health <laughs> was going up in proportion to the amount of voiceovers <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> that's and funny. And so I was like, oh, uh, that's, that's interesting. There might be something to this. Yeah. yeah. And, and then yeah. I, I made more money doing it, and I really started thinking, this is not really ancillary. I really like this, and I, I'm getting really tired of that. And i have mm-hmm. been already doing it since I was 15, and I was now in my middle 20s, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'd like to do this more and then timing is everything in life. It yeah. is. I met yeah. my husband who's not in the business and who I knew that, you know, the first time I went off to a an island and said, I'm gonna be with this really hot guy and you know, we're lovers in it, but it's totally professional. It doesn't mean anything and I'll be back. That, you know, crickets would have met me at the door. Right. And I just know that you yeah. know it wouldn't have been for him. And also, um, I ended up doing another soap opera. I did The Bold and the Beautiful for 12 weeks, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought, well, maybe I could go back to a soap opera and do voiceovers, because that's like <laughs> a steady job. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'd forgotten that um, you say the same lines every day, and mm-hmm. so I was trapped for eight hours, not getting to my voiceover <laughs> gigs or auditions, yeah. and I was saying, you know, you gotta go get your baby. You got to get your baby. Tomorrow, you have gotta get your baby, and I, I uh, 12 weeks, and I said, you know what? Get your freaking baby already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a perfect bookend yeah. to my career. So I called so up my on-camera my, my agent and I said, I'm done.
1: Mm-hmm. Really?
0: I'm like like you just said, I'm done.
2: I called up. I said, look, you know what? Well, it wasn't like anyone was like banging down my door. No, I worked. No, but still, that's worked.
0: a decision that it you made. It was a decision. You
2: know? It was a, it seemed like the, you know, again, I do believe that if we listen, the universe guides us. Yes. For sure. And yes. so this was six beautiful years. I was more and more enjoying this wonderful, mm-hmm. freeing, liberating business. And at the same time, you know, there was little signs that that, was, that one was draining. Right. Yeah. And then right. I met the love of my life and I wanted to have like a fairly normal life. And I knew mm-hmm. that the life of an actress is just challenged to begin with. But just even like the steadiness of voiceover, yep. it was just a great time. And then yeah. I, again, it was like I started on a soap, I end on a soap. Bing. Perfect. Yeah. And yeah. I never looked nice back. Nice little,
0: yeah. nice button there. Yeah,
2: I, I love would, that. never looked yeah. back. So that was about
1: That's was cool. Congratulations, I, I man. That's really like cool. You, I like it when people. Yeah, I, I like. You know, sometimes you have to let go of things to make room in your life for what you want more.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I never, and, and I've never regretted it. Mm-hmm.
0: What was your first? Uh, if you can, you remember like your first like really cool voiceover gig where you're like, oh my god,
2: I'm in it. I am, wow.
0: this, this is like really cool. <laughs>
2: That's so... Was it
0: animation? Was it commercial? Was it...
2: Well, you know, what was really cool was that I heard, I was starting to do promos. I got myself into ABC, and I was doing promos at ABC. That was really fun, and um, there weren't that many females doing promos at the time. And uh, I found out that there was going to be a show, I mean, a, a channel called SoapNet. So here I am doing. Here she goes again. Right here, at promos. Oh my and, God! I'm so doing, back
0: to the soap thing.
2: I do it. I'm doing promos, and I'm a, a soap opera actress. I said, "Who should be the voice of this network? But me." <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. I said, no, who knows it better than me? So I, I literally, you know, the universe. I, I knew a producer, and I told my agents. I said, you know, uh, she was at ABC, and they were, and ABC owned it. I said, it would be so great if I could get an an opportunity to audition for this. And, you know, again, the universe was kind, and I got to do it for 10 years. And Mm -hmm. I was the voice of the network. So That
0: That is, that's that's a cool gig. It was
2: cool, and I got to, some some years I was the only voice of, sometimes there was me and a male. And sometimes I was the female doing the whole thing. And that Mm -hmm. was pretty cool, because, again, to be women in promos, we've come so far, but to be the voice of a network. That was yeah. one of the did first, yeah. Did you record? Yeah, yeah. What
0: did you record? Did you record at the network did you record from home?
2: No, I, I came out to uh, Keep Me Posted, which is a great uh, mm-hmm. recording. Uh, so I would drive out here all the time. And then I was also the voice of um, Politically Incorrect, which was, again, coming out to Hollywood. And that was an interesting story because I was asking people, it's 45 minutes to drive there, it's a 15 minute job, and it's 45 minutes to drive back. <laughs> What could I do to yeah. make this go faster? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so and there, yeah. and they yeah. said Tellos. <laughs> you need a tellow. <laughs> Tell and you know what? I did it. And I mean it was that the first day that I did politically incorrect where I, I went into the kitchen. I was cooking. I came back I, I went into my closet, which is where I do all my yes. recording. Yeah. Five minutes later, I was back in the kitchen. I was like, dollars well spent. Yeah, and, right? and, oh, time is valuable. And yes. the great thing was, of course, it again, you guys know. It's so last-minute voiceover, and the yeah. more you are ready for that last minute, the more yes. work comes. So yeah. It was a great investment, and I, I still have that uh, that lovely antique tello still sits there, <laughs> I and I still do. It. Yeah, shots but it's it. still yeah. being used. I but use it. I, no I don't way, use it as man. much, but I, I use yeah. it. I still use it a lot. So yeah. that was great.
1: So this is something I know we have in common, like setting intentions, mm-hmm. manifesting. Yeah, is something that you're really passionate about doing. Why? or how did that sort of come to you, or what, do you, what is your sort of belief behind doing that?
2: Well, I, I definitely live by this, and it's something, you know, you can say, it's the secret, you can say, um, when I was 28, I listened to my first really mind-shifting, um, was tapes at the time, it was mm-hmm. Brian Tracy, who's mm-hmm. a wonderful motivation speaker, and he wrote uh, he made a tape series called The Psychology of Achievement, And it was the first time I'd really ever listened to this idea that, you know, he took it from a really scientific background of the, uh, you know, the law of expectation, the Mm. law of, you know, um, supply and demand, the law of, you know, to give more than you actually even expect to get back. Mm -hmm. And this idea of really living your life with intention and not just kind of going with the flow. Now, I had always had a lot of lucky stars, you know, just right my mom helping me and then falling into, you know, certain things, but I had a lot of lows, too. And it really spoke to me, this idea of, you know, it's not what happens to you, it's how you react to it, and then how you shift it, mm. the poison into medicine. I mean, the whole idea of, and so, you know, to this day, I'm always trying to just bathe myself in in this idea of, you know, what you speak, what you said. I mean, I write. You know, I write down my, my lists. I speak it. I use the words. I am, mm-hmm. and I try to. As if
1: you've already have what you exactly, want. Exactly, because yeah.
2: you know, I really, really do believe. And of course, quantum physics now is really making this a lot less hooey, hooey. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, this idea that quantum physics says that yeah. you know most of this really doesn't exist. It's like there's so much space between molecules that. So why not you know create the reality you want? Mm-hmm. And, and I do believe, you know, my life has is, is really been made by my beliefs. And I have an amazingly beautiful life. And when I say that, I live in a state of gratitude.
0: Yeah. Yes. Which, Best place to live. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And when you live in a state of gratitude, happiness is always here. And I'm not saying that I don't have challenges and struggles. And I do, not like some people. And I, and I again, I, but I'm so much more aware of, like, just waking up every morning mm-hmm. and saying, thank you, God, for my health. You know, having two eyes, two ears—that can, yes. you know, because I—you yeah. really do mm-hmm. as you get older and yeah. you see the fragility of life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, I just feel like this has definitely infused my life. I, I bother my kids with it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> <I bother laughs> right? yeah. Sethian, how many goals are you gonna make? Let's hear it. I want to hear you. You know, I want to nope. I, I am, am. I have, and you know they get I it. I will. I am. Yeah, or I am. I yeah. mean, the idea is yeah. like you. Like yeah. it's almost like the quantum am is world. Like, am. like you've yeah. already like you've already achieved it, yep. and the universe is just like, oh, that's what you want. Mm-hmm, but you yeah. know, when you like, I wish and I could, the universe is like, oh, she only wants to wish. Don't don't fit. In, she's in. Yeah. She's in a state. Yeah. She wants it to be out there. <laughs> so you know, yeah.
0: that's good. Yeah. The
2: idea is, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. And, you know, and also um, a, a great rabbi uh, once said the definition of happiness and it just struck in my brain and I've never forgotten. And, and, you know, cause he was asking us, what do you think happiness is? And of course, you know, well, it's this and it's that, and it's a feeling you get. And he said, well, you know, happiness is being grateful for what you have right now. Mm. And it was that thing. Mm. Oh yeah. Because of, If I'm not, you know, you will have the the, the line, I'll be happy when. Yes. When I lose the weight, when I get the boyfriend, when I get the job, then it's always elusive. Mm -hmm. So being grateful for what you have right now is a state of happiness. It doesn't mean you can't want more. Right, right. So I also try to live with that. That's
0: good. That's beautiful.
2: Mm, thank you. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not mine, but I no, I it's not yours. And, it, and I to, to be to really honest
0: it. with you, Stacey and I well, basically and float, live our lives the same. I can exactly. see that. Yeah. yeah,
2: you guys are. Well, no, and we, we always say like, energy." Thank,
0: thank you.
1: But we talk about too, like in relationships, whether it's personal, professional, that if nothing changed at all, would you be content, happy in that relationship, whatever that relationship is? Um, because so many people say, like, well, like you said oh well when that happens or if that happens it'll get better but what if it doesn't like right, right. now because wh- who knows how many tomorrows you have yeah.
2: right right yeah i mean it's and so, you know
0: what i see people all the time that they'll you know complain right they'll be like, oh man blah 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 and i'm lo- looking at their life mm-hmm. yeah and does and, it
2: does it does and it reflect where they're at? That?
0: and i'm saying it, mm-hmm. and i'm saying to myself, Oh really? my God! Like, <laughs> how could to, you even like think uh, about that when you have all these blessings yeah. in your life? You right.
2: know. Well, focusing uh, on the lack versus the abundance. Totally, right. and that's the idea. So like, who yeah. has time for that? Yeah, yeah. Well, again, you know, so a lot of times it's training. A yeah. lot of times it's like you know what we were raised with, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's also. It's it's easier in a group, to, you know. People like to kind of. Yeah. Jump off each other and a lot of times, right. you know, you and even sometimes you don't want to feel like you've got it so much better than someone else. So if you throw in a little complaint right. there diminish yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I definitely think that sometimes yeah. I, you know, we we can tend to do that. Sometimes but, I like yeah. to just complain just to remind myself that it's all okay.
1: You know what I mean? It's like, like, well, like, like oh, wait a minute. How would I, you know? my life is
2: awesome. <laughs> I don't need to complain. I stop now. No, and I and I yeah. struggle with it sometimes. I yeah. mean, I, I mean even though I, I'm a generally very positive person, mm-hmm. I read this book, A Complaint-Free World. Mm-hmm. Which is another, you know. I always love to share books. Yes, good one? it's an amazing. One. It was by,
1: reading list. We're, uh, yes, okay, we're putting again. names. I do. I've yeah. it down the, What's the,
2: co- the secret, the power. I love all those, right. and then um, a complaint-free world.
0: A complaint-free a world. A
2: pastor wrote it, and he started it in his congregation, where he put um, a purple bracelet, and it was a rubber purple bracelet, like you know the life one, yep. um, like uh, Lance Armstrong. Uh-huh. The, And he made a rule in his congregation that if everyone could go a certain period of time, 21 days, without either complaining, criticizing, or gossiping. Mm. And now the idea is you go from, you have to move the bracelet from side to side, and the idea is to keep it for one day without moving. And the amount of difficulty, and I've done it, I've I've tried it, and I don't think I've made it past today still. I mean, I literally, because. It's so inherent, but the but the movement has become a worldwide movement. And I mean, I bought like nine or ten braces that I gave away. And yet, as my brother says, <laughs> you don't have a wear purple the mug. mug, right? I'm so gonna just start with the, the mug. bracelet, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> 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 have I done anything? Have I criticized? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah, Am I? think you're good. i think good. You're good. I'm gonna yeah. keep this the mug over good. here. Keep yeah. your I'm mug. Like, we'll, you we'll just swap. We'll have round Robin mugs. Yeah, but it is amazing. I mean, if you really want to become conscious, challenge, Yes a complaint-free world, get the purple bracelet, or any kind of bracelet, okay. and just move it every time you complain, criticize, or gossip. Now, even if you just take gossip out of it, right. complain or criticize.
1: Well, you'll be interesting to do it on your social media. Mm. To not complain, criticize, or that you know, or gossip. Do. On, or gossip on your social media. That, that is, might be a good exercise. It would be because, because I think we use cool. a new oh, world okay. right yeah. there. That's there.
0: I see a book, a new book coming, written by Stacy J. Tasia no. and I are going uh, to be. Uh, whoa! <laughs> let's,
1: thank you. It's just <laughs> in. Brunette power, girl. Woo! 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 Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Positivity on social media. <laughs> yeah, I think I think putting out there. I mean. Do we need one more rant? Do we need one more judgment? There's so much judgment You know, so what's the worst that could happen? You might, someone might read that and go, wow.
2: Yeah, I really I really
1: needed to see that quote or I needed to read your exciting news that day that's coming from a place of giving and gratitude, not bragging.
2: I like to come from that. Yeah. And I certainly, you know, always find nice quotes to share and yeah. and just, you know, yeah, the other day I put my my dog on there, you know, with some cool glasses at his tongue. <laughs> and I asked my I asked my dog for a really great Monday motivation smile. And I think he outdid himself, you know, yeah. hashtag <laughs> dog lovers, funny. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. love it. I mean, it's yeah. still, is it the deepest thing? No. But did, did I no. hope to bring a smile to someone's face? Absolutely. Yes. yes.
0: Yeah. That's going to be the new motto for um, 2017, Which is, right? yeah. Which is just bring a smile. What did you just say about...
2: You, okay, okay, I'd like to bring a smile to your face. There you yes, go. Just bring a smile to your face.
0: Live your let's life trying to bring a let's smile start to a people's on that. faces. Yeah. yeah let's bring start a, a new movement. Bring a um, smile. Hey, here's a quick question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you audition a lot because you're in the voiceover industry. Yes. Um, any tips for our viewers on you know little auditioning things that work for you and maybe yeah. some that you should get rid of?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's an evolving mm-hmm. read. I mean, I... I'm of the mind, you know, you can never know it all, and I still work on my craft, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, sometimes I think, of course, the longer you've been at this, the, the, the more it's a disadvantage right now because the read is so not pretty and not, you know, this it's the millennial read yep. and it's the real read, and so um, I try to go into my actor me more and not pretty it up as much, and so right. I found. Um, and of course, this is a wonderful Kalmanson technique. Yes. I mean not only Kalmanson, I mean it's uh, but it's certainly I know you guys had a, mm-hmm. them on and I watched it. it was Amazing. great. I think
1: it's so sweet. The
2: lead-in helps me so much. Yeah, the idea of like before I say that we're introducing, I, I love to say, you know what I was thinking or just uh, yeah. so it goes like this, da 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 da, or just something that makes me feel like I'm specifically talking to a person as mm-hmm. opposed to coming in to the Selling. copy cold. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it just changes it more from, a, from me feeling like I'm talking to you as opposed to the ether and yeah. the voiceover artist. So exactly. that's one of my favorite things is the, yeah. the good old lead-in. And then, um, you know, sometimes just even reading it really fast until it's almost organically in me. Like, I you know, I'll just read it, read it, read it, and then I'll start saying it. But I, I want the words to almost be... Behind me, yeah. right, mm-hmm. so that I can start thinking about the intention. Because sometimes you say words, and again, if you've said them a long time, you just, you just know how to make the melody already, which, again, I think is a disadvantage for someone when you've mm-hmm. done it so long. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost want to work the words so much, and then even sometimes slowly. Like, what does this word really mean? Yeah. You know, so I'm not so much, and I definitely, definitely, definitely don't wear cans. Yes. I stopped wearing cans about mm-hmm. five years ago because mm-hmm. I just love the sound of my voice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and and in so doing, yes. I've stopped really, you know, connecting to what I'm saying to whom I'm saying because I'm listening too much to mm-hmm. myself. Exactly. So those are my those are I my little that. tips. Good for
0: what about you said going back to your acting uh, uh, background in order in, for the auditions. Mm-hmm. What what do you what did you mean by that?
2: Well, you know, the actor always says, uh, you know, who am I in the scene, No, it's like, what do I want Mm -hmm. and how do I get it, what what, what am I doing to get it, in other words, you know, even in a small scene where it's just a couple of lines, you know, am I playing a mother, am I playing, uh, what role is it, and so I can really think about who would I be speaking to if I was really saying this in a scene, right, Mm -hmm. in a scene as opposed to just, again, you know, it's so easy to just go into, you know, introducing the greatest soap on earth. You know, it's like, okay, so, talking about soap, I'm talking, and and, you know, and all the copy always says you're talking to your girlfriend. But as an actor, I really think, well, who am I in the scene? And what girlfriend would I talk to? Maybe I'll just write someone's name, like, you know, I'm talking to Liz. And then maybe I'll even do like a little mini scene in my mind ahead of time, like, oh my God, you know, I was. About that, the girls last night, and just something that just again allows me to be more actor, yeah. less voiceover mm-hmm. artist, so that I can hope you have that like I'm, these
0: visuals created in your right. mind. Yeah,
2: and, which is again, you know, depending on how much time you have. This is all obviously prep time before. Of you're in a booth. Right. You can't yeah, do that. this.
0: Is, you're in the kitchen <laughs> thinking about all this stuff, <laughs> right. and you the run pressure. to your booth. <laughs> right, and, then, yeah. right.
2: and yeah. also sometimes, you know, sometimes if you're in the booth uh, alone, and I'm sure other people have said it, I'll do it. I'll walk away, I'll go get some tea, I'll come back, and I'll listen with fresh ears. Mm-hmm. And then I'll think, does that sound real to me? Do I sound like I'm, or did I already, you know, did I do yeah. something that just prettied it up, where it right. just sounded like the standard read? And that, sometimes the perspective, because I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll be in there for so long, that. I what does the mean? I don't yeah. even know anymore. What does the mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're like, I'm how do you it, say that? I've said it too many times, and I don't understand. Z-za. I don't Z-za. even know where to put the emphasis anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that, you know, like, yeah. Whoa, let's shake it up, walk away, mm-hmm. and, you know, come back fresh.
1: I know sometimes, because I have an on-camera background as well, sometimes I'll imagine the microphone is the camera, and I'll do sort of more of an on-camera Ooh, delivery. that's
2: a great technique.
1: Because sometimes it calls for that, like, just...
2: Absolutely. So I'll do,
1: like, my... Disney Stacy, or am I this Stacy? Like more of the on-camera, yeah. As if you were talking. That's
2: exact. That's yeah. another great technique. Yeah, like you really do you were explaining. Yes, okay. I do. Yeah, you know uh, that was that was something that Carol um, Kimball. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I, because I I keep training. You know, I love. That's like, good. Yeah, I'm never. I never believe that you're done and Mm -hmm. so you know i teach i've taught some classes Mm -hmm. you know and 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 i like to train because i just think it's so there's some wonderful teachers you know there's so many great coaches absolutely and um carol was that would tell me that you know why don't you just Do it as if you were the on-camera version of yourself, Mm -hmm. saying the same thing, and it kind of again lends itself to a different energy because you're, you know, you're you're moving your hands, you're 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 gesticulating, and sometimes, of course, when we're in the on the microphone again, and you get very cramped, you don't move and animation, you know, movement. So when you're doing Mm -hmm. that exactly, it helps you to be that's really cool. Yeah, more helpful that way. I like that. I'm glad. So,
0: how have you navigated? through maybe difficult times within your within the business, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, obviously, like you said earlier, we have ups, we have downs. Mm-hmm. So through some of those down times in VO, what's your outlook on it? How do you go through them? Mm. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, sure, I mean, there are times, you know, it's like every uh, freelance as I call it, you know. Uh, you're up, you're down, you got a great you know, account, you don't, so definitely. Um, I try to. For one thing, I I, I like to say that I do everything but kabuki, which I don't even know if everyone gets that, but it's an old (laughs) joke, you know. uh, But I do because I do so many different mediums. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll focus on one of the other mediums, you know, where where maybe um, I'll I'll go back and take some more animation if I want to do some more, and then the act of again intention focus helps me to. To uh, work on that part of my career, maybe more, so that you know I can get more. If one of the areas slows down, I'll just see where's the energy going, and then you know I also do passion projects. You know, I'll just make my own my own uh, thing. You know, like I made like a, a, an Apple to vi- a video for Apple that I was in love, and I literally wrote my own commercial. I filmed it, you know, with my right. my family, and I voiced it. And I feel like you know whenever I lend energy to it. Energetically speaking, the universe, I feel like, replies. So, I mean, I I think there's such a, a level of intention and just moving around, not necessarily going away from it, finding another aspect to it that... Gets me passionate.
0: There you go. So staying positive on the crowd. Yeah, because it is
2: easy to be like, oh God, am I done? Am I done? Yeah. Uh, Was that it? uh, (laughs) Was it like the 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 so? Right. I should have enjoyed it more. I didn't know that was. I know, but I know. And I would have I would have saved the money.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I would have taken more craft service. Darn it. I would have have saved the money. I would have taken a few extra bottles of water. Very good. Alright,
0: that's all we got for part one with Tasia, we're back next week with part two, so dig in.
1: Isn't she awesome? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey you guys, keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We love you, thanks for watching, and just remember, you you always always have have time for a little